They are going on. Hey, I want to. I, so I got a couple of things I want to show. I got it on my other screen. Good to have Taylor back. Bam, we're live. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We were <laughs> fucking killing it. We were killing it. You sent the wrong link. Oh, I, was, I was. I was in yesterday's. <laughs> oh, did, did I yes. resend the right? Did I resend the right one? Yes, it's the first one you sent. We'll go redo that for Jr. because he's not going to figure that out. I. <laughs> I I, I resent it to uh, well. He's on the same thread that you're on, so he's got to figure it out. <laughs> Guys, uh, before we start, there's something that I need to show you. I posted about it on my Instagram last night. Uh, if you watch sports for the reason I do, and I don't watch sports, it's it's for the uh, it's for the human drama. It's all about the story. If there's not a good story, then I'm uh, hardly invested. If there's a great story, I'm super duper duper invested, and we have an insane story um, taking place in the uh, syndicate. And I'm going to tell you about it real quick before I turn it over to these uh, guys so they can geek out on some other shit. In first place, you have Justin Medeiros, who is basically the future of CrossFit. He's he's basically our next Rich Matt uh, Tiatumi. He is a remarkable human being with great character, and he's amazing to watch, and you should watch The Syndicate for that. The Syndicate is also an amazing event. Wilson Pack's done an amazing job. It's beautiful. The camera angles have been great. Commentary's been fine. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. The story down here, though, is this one. You have Jason Hopper, who is being trained and following the program of Matt Fraser, the five times CrossFit Games champion. And a, a truly fucking, I mean, I don't, I don't know what there is to say about Matt. I mean, he he's he, unbelievable. He he's basically would do the stuff that we're seeing Tia do uh, this week. Um, uh, Matt's done that for us before. So he's Jason Hopper's coach. Then right up above him in second place, and, and I, I mean, I had never heard of this fucking guy before. Coming out of nowhere is this guy, Tudor Magda. Tudor Magda is trained by James Townsend. So you have last year's superstar that's exploded on the scene, Jason Hopper, versus the new kid who's exploded on the scene, Tudor Magda. The, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> um. The what we're gonna see, what we're gonna see, there's there's great drama here. Oh shit, there's great drama here, great great drama. And here's another reason why. Now listen carefully to this tidbit. Er, earlier this year, uh, the great Mal O'Brien um, was training with James Townsend. When you thought of Mal O'Brien, you thought that her coach was James Townsend. That's what everyone thought. That's what everyone knew. Then out of nowhere. From, from a fan's perspective, maybe it had been building in the background. We see Mal O'Brien go and start training with Matt Fraser. That put that obviously has to put tension between Matt and uh, Townsend. You have the superstar uh, young lady who you've been working on. She's exploding. Everyone's talking about her. And then she gets up and leaves, and she goes over to train with Matt Fraser. So you have Matt Fraser, who has Jason Hopper and uh, Mal O'Brien, and all the kind of attention and drama spinning around the fact, why did Mal leave James? Does it hurt his feelings? What's going on with Fraser? And we had seen a few podcasts, but then they got pulled down for whatever legal reasons. But now, out of nowhere, here in at the syndicate, we have James Townsend's other protege um, uh, putting it to putting it to Hopper, and uh, I, I think this is just a great story. I think this is something you can really get into, um, and I don't think it's done here. I think this is something we're going to watch for the next ten years. Um, it, outside of anyone getting hurt, I think Tudor uh, Hopper. Um, this is going to be uh, a, gr a great story to follow. So, if you want a little drama with uh, your uh, with your fitness, um, that's where it's at. And, and it's not a dig on any of those guys. I have mad respect for all those dudes. Obviously, I have crazy respect for Hopper. He's been on the show a ton of times. Uh, Matt's a great dude. I don't know James Townsend, but I respect the shit out of him and what he does with his kids. And I don't know Tudor, but but this is a great story. All right. And, and that starts today. You can start watching that today at 8.35 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time on YouTube. Just go in uh, to YouTube, type in CrossFit Games, and then the, the live stream will pop up. Jackie style. Say it again. That's the workout they're doing. That that rowing oh. thruster at the barbell workout. Do you guys style. have a, Do you guys have a prediction who's going to win that? Tudor or Jason? Ah, uh, Good would, morning. What do you think, Taylor? You know him a little more than I do, Mister Hopper. Well, I, I clearly don't know much about Tudor Magda. I, 
I was under the impression that he didn't have much of an engine. I think he proved that to be incorrect on the last workout. I will say, I think that workout surprised me watching it happen as to what was more important in the workout. I don't think the ski was, the ski was for sure important, but I think what mattered more than anything was GHD speed and handstand walk speed. Um, Seven on your screen still Sharon. Thank you. Look, and I want to say one thing while we're while you have. <laughs> never mind. Okay, I just wanted to say something about Ricky. But anyways, um, that workout was so so dependent on your GHD cycle rate and the hand oh, yeah. speed. And the kid tutor was flying. Um, and there wasn't there wasn't a lot of ground to be made on the ski, which I which surprised me a little bit. Um, and then also you, so in relation to this Jackie style workout, it's going to be about the thruster cycling pace and the chest of bars. The row doesn't matter. I think the row's not going to matter as much. I agree. So um, you got that button, which button I uploaded the link for you. <laughs> oh, 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 uh, no, I, I didn't. I, sorry. I, I fucking have been, you got one, you have one job. TV. Come on. Know, one one I job. I know. I know. I know. But, I but mean, Katie said, but Katie says I'm killing it. Ah. All right, your one job earns ten dollars. He's had a really, really mistake-free weekend. Tudor has, and Jason's had a handful of mistakes. Um, Do you know about the top of your head? Yeah. So the uh, sled—that's the the first three mistakes when he had to adjust the sled <laughs> three times. The first um, three mistakes. Missing the three thirty-five complex for Jason was not a capacity issue. It was just a big mistake on the jerk, which I I know he's pissed about. Um, and then again, I think on the, uh, shoot, what, what, what was it, uh, on the, uh, ski You're right. that ditch. alone would have popped him up over Tudor. Yeah. If a you lot. Would hit that jerk, hit the jerk and, and the other placement that the event went on the, uh, JR, what do you think? There's, there's also a handful of no reps on GHDs for, uh, hand width on the floor. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. A and, lot. Yeah, so there were a handful of no reps there. And then obviously we know that James should have gone back and done that last handstand walk, but you know, that mattered a lot too. I also say he mentioned Jason texted me and mentioned he got a bunch of no reps on the uh wall ball too for for he did. height. Um he did. Yep. so you take those no reps out and that's just uh that's just epic. for the height of the ball. Yeah, the height of the ball. That's just execution stuff for him. Could you um, tell whether or not that was consistent? Across the field, or a lot, was yes. yeah, a lot, was of, a lot of guys were getting them in that last. Yeah, seat. a lot of guys. And they all, just just for the height of the ball, like it wasn't clear in the ten feet. They yeah. were riding the line with the center of the ball hit, hitting. Well, the, that's that's uh, standard for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, as long as it was consistent, it was consistent, and so were the GHD reps. That's that's something Jason's got to work on is his hand width at the bottom of the GHD. But I think, you know, just some mistakes, and he cleans those mistakes up. The other thing I think is it'll be really interesting to see. I, f- I feel like Tudor is going to do really well on the final. He looks like a kid that's really athletic, um, and I think the final suits people who are super athletic. Being able to well, transition. So, so, you know, going back to Jackie style, you know, you wondered, you know, who was going to do better on that workout. And I definitely think at this point it's probably foolish unless there's a movement we know is – somewhat of a weakness in there to bet against Jason on a workout with 2k of rowing because also because although the rowing in the beginning really is kind of a wash for everybody I do think the workout comes down to managing the rest between sets on GHDs and then who can row the last 1k hard and we know Jason can do that what event is that that's event six you mean chest bar yes yeah chest bar I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that I I agree and I was you know to add to that 2K of rowing is the thing that makes, you know, not only his capacity on machines like the Echo Bike, but what's so frustrating when you're when you're racing him in workouts or when you're training next to him, is how hard he can push a pace and then get off and not be fatigued. And I think that's more than anything is the hard part about about going against him in workouts. To have so much machine is he can push such a hard pace and get off and just not be fatigued the way other people are. Yeah, and I mean. Honestly, outside of just the nightmare of no reps that is potentially going to happen with that empty barbell thruster, I I think if we see Jason <laughs> off the thruster and immediately rip like 15 chest bar and he's able to go four sets of 15 with like a four to five second break, I think he's setting himself up to win that. 
I, I, I would hope to see him doing a descending rep scheme, but that's just my personal preference. Yeah. And as Taylor said, uh, he's saying that this workout is going to, um, benefit those who are super athletic. I mean, there's Jason's full of athleticism. I think he meant that on workout seven. Right? That was the final. Yeah. Six. I think this one's much more raw capacity, but, um, event five for sure. Jason's super athletic too. There's, it's not counting him out. I'm just saying, I think watching Tudor, it's, it's evident that he's, he's naturally gifted physically. He's got a lot of athleticism and, and clearly super fit. Uh, quick, quick note. I'd like you guys all to comment on, if you have something to say, uh, Scott Panchik has been pulled out of the, um, uh, event. It was a, tr- it was tragic. It was, uh, the ropes were too long. Uh, he landed on one, twisted his leg and, and damaged his good knee. You can go over and read all about it on Scott's, um, Instagram. Uh, I did a little texting around last night. It's just, it's just a bummer all around. I have that pulled up. Can we actually, um, you're welcome to say- I just You're want to welcome to share it. Up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I got it shared. Let's pull this up. Okay. So the one thing I wanted to mention on this was, man, Scott in his Instagram post, this is the caption. He says, after seeing the amount of rope left laying on the competition floor, I verbally expressed concerns I had for athlete safety in an event as fast as this one. I felt I presented a strong case with various examples of why this could be unsafe. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The other events had the rope cut. And he was told, I was told nothing could be done to change the ropes. And this is what was provided to be used. I would like to say that as someone who manages an affiliate, um, my boss, you simply just uh, wrap the rope five times with a, with a roll of duct tape and then cut it with a box cutter. And then it's so something for sure could have been done. He also says here, I made, we have the technology. We have the technology to cut a rope in about 30 seconds. I made the decision to withdraw Something I've never had to do in this sport, and I feel it could have been prevented. Oh, he's fucking pissed. We only he's know, pissed. That's about sure. as pissed as an athlete gets when they can't say anything they want to say. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, uh, not you know. The only thing I'll say about the cynic is that clearly was a huge mistake. What I the rope itself. But I think the bigger mistake is when you have somebody with that level of experience providing feedback and you choose not to listen to it. And that's all I'll say about it. It's just really frustrating and it's really sad to see on Scott's part, the emotion that he's going through. It's when you're battling with an injury like that and you don't know whether you're going or you are, it's a, it's a lot emotionally. And then to have to have to end it that way is it fucking sucks. And it also sucks even more when it's something you felt like was controllable and, and you weren't listened to. He, he, in that story, he says that, um, him and his wife decided that, um, he wasn't going to compete. Um, they had a good cry together and yet he still went out to the corral. I mean, it's a, it's a really well-written piece. It's touching. I, I don't know, um, who to blame or if anyone needs to be blamed or, or, or what the deal is. That's someone else's job. But I, I do, that event is beautiful and that floor is beautiful. Um, and, and, and I, and I, I'm really enjoying syndicate. It sucks that it's got this, uh, this stain on it now, but I think Wilson's done an amazing job. So. There's a comment that says, where's Fikowski in the PFAA? And that's well, a great that's a great point. Are they going to finally say something? Because I was talking to Halpin, Halpin about it, Mike Halpin, and he was saying how the last post on the PFAA account was in relation to the ring height. And that was like directly a Fikowski thing. It's like, oh, the rings are too high or too short for certain athletes. They're standardized. That's all messed up. But this... And like the things like people talk about Murph and the heat stroke and yada, yada, whatever about that. But this is something that you would think the PFA should be taking into consideration and standing up for. Right. Absolutely. It's, I think it's still a little early, right? They haven't had a chance. They right? don't have a chance. It's, correct, it's a little early. Will they? That's the thing I like to do. Simon. I don't like to give people a chance. I like to talk about it before they have a chance. Hill, Hiller's giving you guys later. an order. PFA, yeah. AAC, right. FKG, LGB. Uh, Go ahead and redo this. your workout. PFA. Yeah. I will say this. You have the opportunity. The one thing about allowing live that I really appreciated when I was at Wadapalooza is how, you know, after that final event, O'Keefe and Dylan Malitsky came up and, and had all the athletes together and made sure everyone had some input on how they could best change the final so that people weren't, you know, slipping and sliding across the wet floor. So I would, and, I would, and, and Rich took charge of that a little bit too. From what we saw from our behind the scenes footage, Rich was like, listen, I was there. We were yeah. Taylor, right? Yeah. I was standing right yeah. next to him. I think the key there is that O'Keefe and Walitsky were open to feedback from someone with a lot of experience. So yeah. I think Rich yeah. did the same thing. I'm sure Scott probably did in that point, but so I expect to see granite games. They probably will have cut ropes. 
I, I heard those ropes have already been cut, by the way. I heard after that before I heard those ropes that they used have already been cut. And although there's no more rope climbing events at the syndicate, uh, the speculation that I was reading was that um, there's going to be ropes in uh, in next week's games in Knoxville. Same venue. Yeah, why is that venue? Why is that venue so empty? What, how, what is going on that Justin Medeiros and Rich Froning and Jason Hopper and all these superstars are all in the same venue? And I mean, monkeypox. I mean, Torian is oh, good, but maybe um, Torian's going. Torian is what? nuts. <laughs> Torian and Lowland are nuts. Torian's a three-decker awesome. arena, and it's packed. Torian is, Torian is completely packed. lit. It's, it's epic. fucking amazing. Yeah, the fire is. I love the fire. It's so cool. And their music. Their music is sweet. They're playing like ACDC. And- yep, I agree. It's awesome over there. Any thoughts? Anything you want to add to this, uh, Mr. Howell? No, I mean, I you know I agree with the sentiments of both the other gentlemen, for sure. Um, being there at Wadapalooza with Jason, because I was actually his coach there. Um, it was interesting to see how they navigated that situation with a lot of the athletes saying they felt unsafe doing shuttle runs at a fast speed. And then they, you know, allowed for some feedback and whether or not there was a contingency plan in place or they just did it on the fly. It seemed like it was handled as, as well as it could have been. Uh, Renata Novantana suggests Torian's the only one semifinal there, meaning like we, we have four four you can go to in North America. They also had a comment in there that says that the arena is packed, but they have less spots than the others, which is also pretty messed up, right? There's they, they get three spots and the others yeah. get five, and yeah. but yet there's way more people in attendance watching the three go. I was did just- you guys did you guys watch the final heat of the women? Yeah, over there, at Torian. Um, yeah. How is Maddie Sturt not going to the CrossFit Games? Because How, she lost by two points. What right? a what a shame! But I mean, just what she brought to the table this weekend. I mean, she did everything she needed to do. To I mean, where did she end up falling? Have they updated the leaderboard? She, that I can't. I, I never really cared when Brian would talk about that stuff, and now, like, I guess now that I'm watching it more closely, She's four points out. I yeah, believe- it's nuts. Uh, let's p- on the leaderboard. Seems- I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Last chance qualifier. She had her worst finish on the interval and the legless. Oh no! Who, are you, t- who are you talking yeah. about? Maddie Sturt. Gosh, yeah. they're all wow. Top five top. seven five seven four three. Yeah. <laughs> and beating Jamie Simmons, and she's she doesn't have a gifted frame. This 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 young lady has, and she's been to the CrossFit Games three or what four is, times. What does that she, mean? She doesn't, she doesn't have a gifted frame. frame. It doesn't she, matter. She's in fourth. Press the button, Savon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she doesn't. Meaning she she's uh, she's tiny. She's she's freaking tiny. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I don't. I don't know. That yeah, I, they, she's so small. They measure her in centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> I I think this. I was just saying this. Watching this final is that. Whoever qualifies for the last chance is going to have a really, really hard time beating anyone out of Oceana because yeah. on the men and women's side, they should be going to the games. But I will say, I think, yeah, I just think that uh, those two spots, maybe not both, but one of them is going to someone in Oceana, I think, on both sides. Well, that's kind of what I'm we want, say, right? I mean, it's kind say of that what, again, JR. Sorry. Say that again. I so said that's kind of what we want, right? Like, you know, to support Brian's and, and our arguments of them getting more spots what we want is for simmons and sturt to both take those spots the last chance qualifier it's kind of like a wake-up call i it, I, it's just it, it, after watching that event and seeing how good those girls are and who they had to compete with i just i, I want to throw this in the pile of just fucking another of 2022 fuck-ups it's uh, it's um, yeah. Just throw it. It's, it's, it's point for the. Wait a haters. minute. Should should we say that because they made Tia go to the Torian that they actually stole Maddie Sturt's spot? You know how last year the the Colin Brander thing at the Mac was the big issue. I'm kidding, of course. This is a right. joke. Because no one Tia has an automatic spot. Oh, and that harkens back to what 2014, where they used to give the previous games qualifiers an auto in, and then it would backfill. At the regionals, they, that, that's they did why that? I thought they stopped doing that long before 2014. No, no, I think it was 14 was the last okay. year because there was Holmberg and Froning in that region, so they backfilled through sixth or fifth and sixth, I believe. Uh, the 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 big the big story, I think, also the the fun thing to watch, the happy story, is Jay Crouch. Are you guys just blown away by this dude? He killed it. It was like watching 
Cedric Diggory versus Victor Crum in the Triwizard Cup. I feel like that's what I think. <laughs> oh, Ricky what, did, what did the thumb just say? What's he referencing? You, you, Lord of the Rings, Sivan. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was F1 auto racing. It's Harry Potter, dude. Ricky looks yeah, like Victor <laughs> Crum. It's so funny. <laughs> Um, so yeah, can we talk about, can we talk about workout five and what, what we hypothesize may have happened, happened? Well, I have one. Uh, yes. Can we, t- will you tell us what workout five, uh, workout five at the Torian pro was 21 handstand pushups. It's got some Husa felt carry in it, some farmer carry and some yoke carry. I want to say but one thing, go but, ahead, at go the, but at the end of the day, what was the, deci- what was the determining movement and the handstand who pushups and who got 20th? Matt McLeod, but it wasn't the hands. No, 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 no. Who got who got twentieth on that workout? Who was twentieth? Who was in third place? Oh, Bailey Martin. Who wow! Was and wow. it was and it was because of the strict handstand pushups. Unreal. It was indeed. I, I remember watching him. The one thing I wanted to mention though was the yoke played a huge role for Matt McLeod because it looked like they were all at a standard height, and whereas some guys had like six inches to the floor to run across the floor. Matt McLeod just went boom, boom. Oh, that boom. would be so mad. Oh, is that why? Because you of can, the height? I just thought the 605 was too heavy for him and he was a pussy. To no. me, it looked like they were able to adjust him. No, they were, they ran out there and they were all like counting the holes on the side of the, the yoke. Maybe, I thought his, maybe that was them allowing to adjust it and he didn't or they weren't allowed to. I'm not sure about that. I, they might have been allowed to adjust it. I noted it, it seemed like his was on the lowest setting and it still was hitting the ground. And I'm like, man. You just you just watch them try to pick it up, and it's just the front skids are hitting the floor, the back skids hitting the floor. It's just tough. Oh, Jr., are you trying to say that before that event, Bailey Martin was in, in the top three, and that event kicked him out because I, it looks like that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. Remember when we talked about when we talked about how well Bailey was doing, and we were like, you know, how is yeah. how is Royce or how is Baden going to get back into a qualifying position? And we were saying, well. That event five is still looming, and we're not sure if one of those guys in the top five or six have That's a weakness. We didn't really know even the, uh, the height of the deficit on the handstand push-up. And then when that workout started, I think he was the last one to the Husafel bag. And when that happened, I was like, oh, this might be it. Yeah. And if we're looking at it, he finished 20th and 13th on the final two events. He would have had to have gone second and second. And then when you look at one, two, and three – that uh, being Jay Crouch, Ricky, and Baden, they didn't have between the three of them a placing out of the top five. Yeah, you can't have you can't have a, a placing out. They, they killed the top it 10 here. You can't they have really a off. You can't have a what, Taylor? You can't have a placement outside the top ten in this in especially in three workouts in this region. There's just you're you have no chance if you're outside the top ten in more than one workout. Uh, and what? And for those of you who didn't see the workout, Matt McLeod was destroying the pack. He was killing I mean, everybody. He was mm-hmm. killing it, and he was at the final uh, event, which was the yoke carry, the final movement, and it and it it stopped him. It just stopped him. And can, so we don't have confirmation if that's because of the weight or the height, but you guys are all speculating it was it's uh it's the height, and that's not th- that sounds like another subject for the FAA. PF. Thank you. <laughs> and then there was fourteen A's. You were right. What do you guys think? Does that fall under there? Uh, hey, man, the, the equipment doesn't fit this guy. And what's going to happen to Colton? This, <laughs> Yeah, you can't shorten a flip sled, but I will say he built his own, so I think he's got that taken care of. Correct. He's just getting better. Uh, JR, does any part of you like, shut the fuck up, it's the same equipment for everyone, get out there and work? It's the CrossFit oh, games. No, 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 no. Like, okay. you know, I, you know <clears throat> I've always kind of said – you know, they can give people risers that are shorter, but they can't dig a hole in the ground if the rings are too short. So, you know, to an extent, it's got to be usable. It's got to be usable for everybody. I mean, I said to Rob Orlando in 2009, as he um, did that hill sprint and he got to the top, I said, are there, is this event fair? And he says, <laughs> he says, it doesn't matter. CrossFit's not fair. And there, and there is, that's what's kind of cool about it, right? But 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 you're saying where you can make it fair, you should make it fair if, if the equipment should fit. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we don't know what happened in the athlete briefing. We don't know if they were sized for him when they went out there. So, you know. Uh, they sung happy birthday to Torian Pro to Cara uh, Saunders' daughter. That's cool. Everyone's like, it's so cute. It's so cute. People in my house are like, it's so cute. I'm like, it's fucking inappropriate. <laughs> 
No, you love the you love the community atmosphere there. It's amazing. It's Would awesome. you say it's, what what's inappropriate about it? I'm just like I don't give a shit. Like it, 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 stop pretending like it's cute. My wife's like, no, if it was your son, you'd think it's cute. I was like, yeah, if it was my son. Uh, <laughs> it is. She does have a cute kid, and I will say this: the, I'd never seen that kid wear shoes, and that's that's boss. I thought that's you were about to make some sort of comment about her like age, and it's like, no, you can't tell her what her age is. Not not uh, this day and age. So oh yeah, she's, I thought you were th- talking she, politically. Seven. She's she's three. Uh, Jacob Crouch is this uh Jay's brother? Yes. Uh, is it? I don't know. I was gonna say who would name? Can you imagine naming one of your kids Jay and the other one Jacob? The best thing that happened to Matt Fraser's career was Ricky Garrard being removed from the sport for four years. Wow. I I can't. I'm trying to understand. Is he saying Ricky Garrard would have been a threat to Matt because there's no that's fucking not, way? That's not true. He would not uh, have been a threat at all. I, I, it's Look actually it probably, the, but I like his post. I actually think it's probably the worst thing though, because it would have been a great rivalry. Yeah. It would have been a fun rivalry, but it's just like time. your tutor and uh, Jason Hopper sort of thing. It would have been the Ricky and Matt show. Uh, I don't ba- know. That- Baden gives credit to um, uh, mayhem when they ask him, Hey, how did you do it? What did you do? And he just says mayhem programming. Thoughts on that? Uh, uh, Didn't not- you you brought that up already? And I just basically said he was trying to throw out an advertisement for the Mayhem program. I mean, <laughs> it just seems so. It, it seems so natural, just the way it comes off his tongue. It's not like you know. Uh, I don't think I don't think Rich and the gang are like. Now listen, if you make the podium, make sure you give us credit, and we'll give I know five percent off. Of but Royce is also on Mayhem, right? Right. Hmm. So why didn't Royce make it Mayhem? Because he didn't follow it close enough. I will say this: I think Matt McLeod's probably, or sorry, I think uh, Baden Brown's probably in a place where he's feeling a lot of gratitude right now. Um, so I'm sure it's easy for him to throw credit to to the others, but to to put it short, you know, to qualify yeah. any of these regions, you got to work really fucking hard, and the programming plays a part. But it's more about how hard you work. And and when I hear someone like him who has a fourth kid on the way and his three kids are in the stand, I don't want to hear anyone talk about any dumb shit like privilege or advantage or or someone didn't do the hard work. There's there's if you have fucking three kids and they're with you at the at the event and you still qualify, especially if you don't have kids, keep your mouth shut like that. That is absolutely batshit crazy nuts to be spread with three kids. Baden and, and his wife's oh. pregnant with his fourth and just Shut the emotional the and intellectual spread the 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 most negative way to say it is drain on a human being um and, and still do well and he he's a pretty cool cat i did like the um people making fun of him in the comments about his voice they said uh when they heard jay crouch and Baden uh, talk someone said what do they do give these guys a hit of helium before they uh <laughs> do their interview <laughs> Alpha men with beta voices. It was, it was brutal. It's brutal in the comments. It's brutal. They're doing everything they can to make the sport more interesting. I think this hit a helium. Now we'll give the freaking post game interview. Um, what's the deal with with uh, Royce Dunn? Is he just too big? Why can't Why can't he get it done? Fourth. He's not. He qualified yeah. last year. Gosh, and this is interesting too. On that final, if you guys watch that last heat. So, I, you know, one thing I will say about the way that was programmed, it was pretty cool. So, sorry, JR, hold that thought. Um, JR is referencing the uh, – are you talking about Event 6? Yeah, the one he got 14th on. Okay. 100 ups. It's, yep. a, it's a row, double under, uh, deadlift. You would think that um, Royce would kill it. Sorry, go ahead, JR. Yeah, so, you know, the way it's programmed out is actually pretty cool because although most of the workout is spent on the rower, the separation there is just seconds right? Like probably three to 10 seconds across. If you trip up on the double unders, or if your cycle rate isn't as fast, you're going to get to the barbell two to five seconds, right? Slower than the field. And then if you're not able to cycle the 405 fluidly and, or you have to break them, you're going to put a belt on. You're going to, yeah. Or you chalk, you're going to lose by four to five seconds on that movement. So movement to movement, the separation was almost identical, which I thought was really cool. And I think Royce tripped up once or twice on the double unders. Three times. Yeah. I think I saw him three times, JR. So that 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 was huge. And you see the separation there. I mean, 14th, just, like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I will say the one thing I wanted to note about this is with that event and strongman Diane being so fast, the other thing I don't like about 
CrossFit interjecting their two workouts um, without it being standardized across all six is that now four out of the six events at the semifinal are under six minutes for most people, which Correct. is just a shame. I mean, gosh, you got to feel you got to feel a little robbed if you are pretty fit across the board. And I mean, I think they got the right guys for sure. But man, four out of six events being under six minutes. Four out of six. Oh, you're talking about the lift yeah, as well, the right? Lift. Yeah, yeah, the lift. The, the lift, lift counts. Is, okay. I I think it counts, and if it doesn't, then half the workouts, more or yeah. more than half, you have three. Well, that, that's kind of like Granite Games last year, where they said the whole competition. If you hit the time caps, you worked out for 42 minutes. Is that? I think that sounds about right. Last year's yeah. Granite Games, that was yeah. an issue. Like there was like, nothing long, and everything was. I did, that was one of the worst programmed events, if I recall, last year Granite Games. I have a question for you guys um, to do the quick math when you're doing double unders and, and against a group of other, six other elite guys and you get a slip up, how many seconds does that cost you? Because, okay. Ah, and, but also more because you lose reps too, right? Three to four on the loss of the time, but then also they go ahead while you're, while you're putzing around. No, it's probably like two or three seconds. I, I You don't think it's more than that? No, no. No, it's like no. I'm not talking about the seconds two. you lose necessarily. Yeah. There's two things happening. They're pulling ahead while you're losing time, right? All I yeah. think about it is, is if you do 100 and broken, it's like 54 seconds. And then if you do 100 with a mess up, it's like 57 seconds. So if anything, you okay. would have finished at 54 and you're finishing at 57. So you lose three. Okay. I, I know what you're saying, though. It's not like all of a sudden, though, they're going 52 seconds because you messed up. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I, the question here, and, and it was a loaded question, is did, did Royce uh, lose the event because of double-unders? I think that's for sure can be said. But I was trying to figure out, did he not make it to the CrossFit Games because of double-unders? I no. he's, he's, yeah. he, he's out by 60 points. Yeah. yeah. He's out by 60 points, and I also think there might have been something a little more than just the dubs. He tripped three times, and it looks like you know second place on that event was uh, 26 seconds faster. So I don't, and that's hard, you know, partially the row, I'm sure maybe cycle speed on the deadlift, taking a big breath there, but I think, yeah, probably the trips. CrossFit games athletes can't mess up double unders, right? That's just, it's just, he he could have won that event and still not qualified. Yeah. Not, not in that workout. You can't mess up double unders on a workout that's under six minutes for sure. No. Um, the women started this event sitting on the rower with their hands behind their back. I had never seen that before. I don't know if that's a standard in the uh, events. Um, this will be Cara's 10th CrossFit games. Uh, I thought this was going to be a fucked workout for Maddie Sturt. She's little, the rower doesn't suit her. The deadlifts don't suit her. And she's still, uh, she still killed it. And, and as, as JR was pointing out, may, this may have been just one or lost on, uh, the double unders for the elite. Um, the only real hug I've seen uh, amongst the women during the entire semifinals, they do that fake-ass, dumb-ass hug. I don't even know why they do it, where you just do the pat. Uh, it's funny that the, the, the men um, hug more uh, with more emotion and more body contact. But I did see Kara grab Tia after event six and like force her into like a significant hug, and I, and I, and I really like that. Andrew, did you, see, did you see what happened when they put their ropes down at the exact same time, Kara and Tia? On the double under workout, are you talking about how Tia yeah. went immediately to the bar? Like a bat out of hell. And Kara just chalked. That's all she yep. did. Yes, chalk. I saw her pick up the chalk and I said, Wow. You don't need that. Stop. <sighs> Great you don't need the chalk, not for 10 deadlifts. Uh, and dude, is this a good t- part for me to talk about how Tia Toomey's ruining CrossFit competitions? Yeah, but I but I disagree. So yeah, good. You have uh, two minutes. Do it. I got two minutes. All right. So I was watching event five last night at about 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. And every other female is relatively similar. Right? It's like a horse race and you're watching it. And these are the most elite females on the planet for the most part. And we're saying how they should have more spots over in Australia. And then you're watching Tia Toomey go unbroken on the handstand pushups with the exception of like, I think she had to break up at 12 for the set of 15. This is something, a movement where in the past, even the males have had a slight upper hand on that being the strict handstand pushup. And from what I know and what I saw, I don't think any of the males even did the 21 unbroken. And then you've got Tia Toomey, who's doing the 21 unbroken. She breaks up the 15 one time and she obliterates everyone by minutes. And I'm watching this and I'm like, why is there even going to be a CrossFit Games this year? Why don't they just go ahead and say, okay, Tia Toomey, 
you took your two to three months off in the middle of the year and you're going to come on in and blow everyone out of the water at each stage of competition. And she's going to have the CrossFit Games locked up halfway through Saturday this year. Yeah. And, and then in my opinion, that almost completely ruins the sport where you've, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, like good for her. She's better than everyone else by so much. I, and then I, actually what I did is I went back to the 2015 games. I was watching the stadium event where they're going up and down, they're moving the sandbags. And Tia Toomey was in like the third heat. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is so different to watch. It's like she's come such a long way. Just a, a handful of thoughts I had all as I was watching event five play out yesterday where she beats everyone by two minutes. I'm like, oh, there goes the CrossFit games. What do you guys think? Are you guys on board with that? I disagree, but, but are you guys on board? I don't think it ruins the games, but I do think it's not as fun to watch. I do want to make a co- let let Jr. What do you think? No, that's fine, man. Yeah, I I, know, I kind of feel both ways. Like I'm not really someone that enjoys watching greatness and domination. I do. Thank kinda, you. I do kind of like the race, but yeah. you can well, what, really, but you can really appreciate greatness when you see yeah. it, and you don't see it. You don't see. So it Jordan, Jordan was great, correct? He won his six championships. But it was never like he scored 100 points in a game and the Bulls won 150 to 75. And like when Froning was winning 2014, there was still like a possibility that he wasn't going to pull it off. Yeah. And when I'm watching Tia do this, she finished that workout in 345 and second place is almost two minutes behind her on yeah. a fucking four minute workout. People were yeah. talking about friendly friend. Frazier did it in like 305 that year. And I think Noel Olson was next closest. He was 30 or 40 seconds behind and everyone's like, he beat him by a quarter of the workout right. and that was the first piece where you're like okay like why are they even going to have a game this year and then That's you're no seeing this that. and it, it's just absurd or i want to make savan i want to make a comment because you're incorrect saying maddie sturt was not a good deadlifter because i wanted to remember her last chance <laughs> qualifier deadlift and she actually took second in the last chance in her deadlift with a three rep max of 386 pounds and they have <laughs> mentioned, mentioned in the comments she's a fucking savage deadlifter okay well let me put it this way she's not built to deadlift no you, you wouldn't she, think it you wouldn't she earned it. she earned all of that she's <laughs> fucking strong she earned she earned all of it and, and, and <laughs> tia earned all of it so here's the two things i want to say about tia one she's just hot as fuck and her body's fucking amazing like if you if she was a zoo animal like your kids would go to that zoo animal like like she's the fucking big giraffe that you go see um but also that being said in five she's there's legend and folklore and there there's longevity to what she's doing the same way we talk about rich and the same way we talk about matt it may bum you out in the moment but there's a rich history a story there and uh she's as she as she leaves the sport she's just going to become bigger than life like matt and rich and and i think i think it's cool i do i do also like watching her just destroy the pack and and she humbles she uh, finishes the event and she's not even tired she's like yeah Cool. She humbles everyone around her because they're not even like you can't blame the judge. You're not, I mean, look how good Cara's finishes are: second, fifth, second, third, second, second. Uh huh. I mean, she's she's dominating. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah, yes. she took seconds across the board. That's <laughs> that is domination. She, she's dominating, and yet she's in second. It's That's, unbelievable. Someone uh, in the comments goes, "What can they do to make it fun to watch?" And there, there's nothing you can do. Like there's put no in the men's field. I, put 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 you in the men's field. That would be awesome. Uh, Mike Halpin sent me something saying that she would have been in ninth in the men's field after four events. And That's then I, crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how he tied together the weights, but I think that she, he actually threw her barbell weight into the mix on that one. Uh, we don't have a lot of, it's in six minutes. Uh, the, the YouTube machine is going to fire up and they're going to start showing live again events. I want to make sure we talk about Sarah for a second. Uh, at the lowlands uh she just finished workout five and she took uh first place well um and any thoughts on that we'll start with jr uh, i mean i thought it was a great performance she obviously knows she has to do it but mathematically and i know we don't have brian on here but mathematically where those other females are and how good they are i just still don't know if it's going to be enough even to win the last of she's 20 points out uh, yeah, with the women above her, it's that's hard to do. I will also say she didn't actually finish the last workout, and no one, <laughs> came, close. No one came close. And, and what are the what, what when you say that? What are the implications of that? Do you think that that's wrong? That they programmed it wrong? Well, I think they did say they thought that the best would finish, and the best were about twenty five to thirty reps away. I think that's not close. That, uh-uh. that was the worst event ever. 
It was, I love the workout itself. I love hinging workouts and I knew Sarah was going to destroy it because she's so good at hinging. It was good to see her smile after the workout. What does that mean? Hinging? Like pulling from the floor, like deadlifting, bending uh, over, press. Yeah. Bending over (laughs) the devil's press, sandbag cleans. And she's, I don't think that's, I don't think that's appropriate to say that about her, by the way, on this show, on a wholesome show like this, that she's really good good at bending over. Yeah. This, yeah, that's not cool. You you took it in a different direction. Uh, They call it a devil's press, but it's really a fucking burpee with a curl. A burpee. It was a bicep curl workout is what I saw. But, but but you can't say curl in the in CrossFit. What is it a bicep curl workout? No, no, it's a hinging workout. All right, fine. <laughs> you see what isn't that funny? You, you see what you want to see. I see what I want to see. <laughs> you want to see the biceps growing. Uh, what is the next workout there? Uh, workout six. Do Wait a know? minute. Should we talk about the sandbag cleans or no? Sure, go ahead. They were uh, not at all held similarly across the field i put up a video really quick before the show i've been doing that to see if anyone talks about it and it was the 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 sandbag would begin out in front of them and it's sandbag clean to the shoulder and i talked about how that would be an issue like they should be bringing them up and over the shoulder if anything and it seems like maybe a fifth of the field was getting away with having it out in front of them and then the other four fifths of the field no sarah was not the, the elite feet, like the final heat was doing a pretty good job of stacking it on their shoulders and showing control, but it was the earlier heats where madness was getting away. And yeah. someone's like, they were putting on the wrong shoulder. It wasn't the wrong shoulder. Like go watch the freaking event. It goes right, left, right, left, right, left. The judge, if anything said you were on the wrong shoulder. And then that was also a fuck up because she was on the right shoulder at that point in time. Wait, you had to do a specific shoulder. You had to alternate shoulders. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's hey. Isn't that just called? That's not even a, sand, a sandbag clean. Isn't that just called? Um, isn't that a strongman thing? Uh, it's just called shouldering. Is, you would know, I guess. I don't know about calling it shouldering. I mean, when that's I what they it, call it. Go ahead, Taylor. I and this is just personal preference. I think when I call it a clean, I mean to the shoulder, and when I want to call it over the shoulder, I say sandbag over shoulder. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I. Hey, it was a heavy bag, a hundred pounds for those women. That's bold, and they were they were tearing it up. Uh, it's not unheard of at this point. The hundred pound bag is about right. If keeping it one fifty at Syndicate, so we'll see how they handle the one fifty. Wait, say they're, that again. They're cleaning it. You're right for four reps. Yeah, and, yeah, and they have to stop at the shoulder as well. They're not allowed. To <laughs> Very hard. I think the reason they're doing that is last year at Granite Games, they told I was in the briefing, and this was this. You can do happened. either or. <laughs> they told us, yeah, they're briefing the sandbag clean, and they're like, if you want to go over the shoulder, fine. If you want to go to the shoulder, fine. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to the shoulder because that's way faster, and half the idiots in the field are throwing it over. Yeah. Um, same with the Wait, where press. where are they using 150 pounds? The women. Syndicate. syndicate for the final for king kong 2.0 oh and that's the that's the event that we're gonna um see start here uh no that's the final at syndicate that's the final yeah. oh okay okay that's, that's not till today first. at 10 50 okay okay yeah that's gonna be great to watch yeah it'll be a fun workout for sure so Evan, you want to pull up the sandbag clean workout on instagram or no you oh, oh who, who no we can't whose account is it on i put it up yeah that's fine why, why zombie was asking I don't mind showing it. I will say the only thing I don't like about over the shoulder is a lot of people get away with dipping under the bag. And it's Correct. a lot, it's a lot easier to see. Yeah. I mean, it's, you get to hit, you know, you got, you got pros and cons to both. In the first clip you're going to see in this video that Sevan eventually pulls up is the judge calling her possibly on the wrong shoulder or possibly saying that she wasn't under control, but it would have been the correct shoulder. Here we go. Away onto the sandbag, and so is Ike Gulfad up there. Bill reps here at the end. All the European scene love seeing her, Tommy boy, and your family screaming, Oh my god, we're burning alive! Prepares to run back to the ring now. 60 seconds. Oh wow, that girl with the red hair on the end, she didn't even get close. Hey, what was you? What do you have to do? They should have it so you have to touch your ear or something. What was the what was the um, how did you know if you were high enough? What was the the demarcation of the line you had to cross? Oh my god, oh five reps remaining. Nice 30 seconds remaining. Oh, that's Stewart on the left side of your screen. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Joined JR's by got Jasmine Garaldi. 
Whoa, that that, that wasn't even close. You want to save a couple extra pennies. <laughs> to me. So also making oh, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, so, so what is the fix, JR? Well, this is something I was going to ask Taylor about. The last time we did a sandbag clean workout, he's doing it right now. We experimented with a hand release standard. So you clean it, and once you get it to the shoulder, you release, and then the oh, judge yeah, that's good. So, so it shows that if you if you get it to your chest and you release a hand, it's just going to fall on the ground. So yeah. you know that you don't have control yet. And um, what does that take away the cycling rate though? Like for people who like, I saw a few times some some of the ladies were touching going. It still allows you to touch and go. You can yeah. you can still a lot of Palooza this year. They had a rope a workout with the teams of three, and everyone was doing that. Like they were showing extension exactly how Jr was talking, and then you basically wrap it up on the way down, and it actually yeah it makes everything look a little bit more clean, clear. Yeah, and it takes away from the people who have the bag out here, and they're still giving them reps. Yeah, you release here, the bag drops. You can see what I'm talking about, though, right? Like how in oh. the fuck are those good to go? <laughs> yeah, there were some. There were some really bad. It just touches the front of your shoulder, and that's good. It, yeah. It's like it's still like sitting on your nipple. It's like that. It's nowhere near your shoulder. I know it's not like that. I love that standard. I think I don't nipple know talk is good. always welcome. Yeah, sandbag to nipple. Um. Uh, yesterday, I don't remember who it was. Someone made a joke about uh, that guy so poor or something. We were making fun of one of the athletes like we do that he had to ride his bike to How the venue. But <laughs> Oldest actually did ride his bike to the venue, I heard, on day one. And won the That's workout. badass. Yeah, and won the workout. <laughs> Savage. Yeah, uh, v- very, uh, very cool. Uh, another thing that I heard today that I had no idea about was that, uh, and I think Chase was saying this, uh, Christy Aramo, um, she uh, uh, has been around the games forever. She owns an affiliate, and her mom is a CrossFit Games champion. Is that true? Yeah, and, and works at her affiliate with her. Yeah, it's nuts. She's still within shouting distance of qualifying. What's she looking like? I think she's uh, out 20, 23 points. It's, I'm so shocked to see this Gabby McClelland in first place there. Who is that? She, That's the crazy. world's strongest female crossfitter, the deadlift of 475. Really? Oh, wow. What? Oh, yeah, you weren't here for that. Yeah, she's at a 475 deadlift. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't ever want to meet her. <laughs> What's so, your deadlift, so the race, the race there. After talking about <laughs> is, it, is it over 500? <laughs> it's it's 500 so 25 okay. she's pounds coming. more she's coming for you. that's crazy hey in a way no one is safe what do you mean i mean there there is a chance that even the top even the top gabby could get knocked out it's be, between uh between six well it, it's only 30 points christy's gonna do well in the final i believe yeah uh, it, it's the it's the one that you said had to be athletic king kong 2.0 the only thing hold up would then be that sandbag which we also know someone like gabby will probably not have an issue with i think kaylee adams probably wins this next event and i think she'll also do really well in the final they do so much sandbag work at mayhem i can't imagine her doing bad with the 150 especially since rich programmed that uh that sprint uh, in, uh sprint elimination workout for rogue with that he event. also programmed um uh the syndicate did you know that yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we knew that. For himself. That is not true, people. I made that up. <laughs> uh, there's standing room only at the Lowlands in Amsterdam. I love standing that. Standing room only. Uh, when they when they do the interviews uh, at the Lowlands, uh, they everyone speaks in English. That's why you should use fucking pounds and bend the knee, Europe. Bend the fucking knee. Yeah, I know. I know yours is better. I agree. I know everyone uses it except us. I agree. I also know that we're fucking asshole Americans and that you should bend the knee or 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 or, or, or stop using our language. I have one thing Speak, to know. Go back to your own tongue. Go ahead. Sorry, Taylor. Go ahead. I I don't know if this plays a part, but I thought about it. You know, we were talking about the attendance rates at Lowlands and Torian versus Syndicate and yeah. potentially the Mac. And I wonder, I wonder if the women's field for whatever reason just pulls in way more of a crowd because you look at the syndicate women's field and really um, Haley Adams and Christy Aramo are like the big perennial names. And then you look at Lowlands and Torian and it's fucking stacked. I think the same thing could be said for Mac. You know, you look at the Mac and it's like, who are the big perennial names you have? 
Well, Daniel Brandon and Brooke Wells, and that's it. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I tried to talk about this young lady yesterday, and I couldn't find a good video of her, and someone was kind enough to send this to me. The question the thumb is asking, maybe it's the women who are the bigger pool. This woman's physique, this is Georgia Pryor. She had 175 pounds in the complex. She, this is, she's a fucking superhero. If, if you are the, this, this is like, uh, her body's like a drawing. She, it reminds me of uh, Amanda Barnhart. Has very, is very, yeah. looks, looks like her. Yeah. She yeah, looks like, like she was carved in a Greek yeah. statue. Yeah, it's, it's an it's a action figure. Yeah. It's like an expensive action <laughs> figure. It looks yeah. like a combination of like <laughs> Barnhart and Bailey Rail. Somewhere like right in between the two. Yeah, yeah. Bailey Rail's a little thinner. I can see that. I, I, I look at know. her. She's an insane mover, too. She's an insane yeah. mover. She really well. I, I think that's... I don't know if it's, so. You're saying this is why the attendance is higher at Tori and Savannah. Well, I mean, let me tell you something. When 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 Roy when when Royce Dunn comes out and, and the men come out, I just I'm just tripping on how his arms are resting on his lats, but yet you kind of can't see his lats, but you know they're back there. I can't stop staring at him. And his abs are the I'm not of I'm not looking at McLeod with his shirt on. I mean, I mean that's not hating on McLeod, but you know what I mean. It's like your eyes are going to go. You you want to see the 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 Ferrari go around the track. Or, or, or is in a Royce Dunn's the big fucking Optimus Prime truck. You want to see it go so fast that maybe it breaks. And so, and, and, and the, there are some women in that final heat that like you just can't take your eyes off of them. They're, it's nuts. I think what I mean more so, and, I, and you could call me out and say this is wrong, but you look at the names at Torian and at Lowlands, and they have so much history at the games. And I feel like the fandom of the CrossFit games from 14 to 2017 is so much bigger than it is from 18 to 21. And I don't know if that's CrossFit's oh. fault for CrossFit's fault for pulling away from the games and not advertising as much, but you look at Rich's fan. Base you mean advertising at all? Advertising at all, but you look at Rich's fan base and Tia's fan base and Kara's fan base. It's fucking enormous. And then you look at someone like Justin Medeiros where he just won the games, but he's got probably nowhere near the traction or following that some of these women who have never won it have from the past, you know? <laughs> um, so I just, I wonder if that has something to do with it. The perennial athletes being there. So you weren't talking about superficial shit like me. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Um, what do you, uh, uh, so, so if, if the handstand pushups are kipping, Laura's in the game. And if you put something heavy in there, like the sandbag, uh, she's going to catch up. She was you- in seven. Go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Are you are you talking about Laura Hor- Horvat? Okay, Sorry, that's okay. That's not the final at Lowlands. The low the the final at Lowlands is forty or thirty two cows on the Echo bike, twenty bar muscle ups. Right. Just, I'm sorry. I was referring yeah. to event five. And they were camping. I was referring. Already to- done that event. That was that was regular camping. Right. Am I not allowed to talk about it? No. What do you mean? You said if <laughs> if those if those. Oh, are you saying if those handstand push-ups are strict deficit, she's out? No, no, I'm just going through my notes. I'm just shifting subjects. So, so they just completed event five, Savan, which was the handstand push-up event, and she took fourth on that event. That yeah. was the one with all the devil's press. Yeah. So, so that. I'm sorry, I'm just referencing event event number five at the Lowlands. Laura Horvat did great with the handstand push-ups. There's always this shit talking about her handstand push-ups, but she saw we saw that it wasn't her weakness. She paid because them. they were kidding. Because well. As of now, that's what we would say. We still haven't seen her do them strict. Maybe she's fixed them. Um, but also, if you, she's so smart that she knew that the hundred pound sandbag was coming. And in when she did that, I think she went from seventh place to second place. I mean, she eventually dropped back to fourth. But I mean, I'm just pointing out that she's an incredible competitor. Yeah, I think this Chase made a comment that she destroyed that. Like after she advanced the sandbag, and maybe the first time that she like flew through the back half of the sandbag cleans. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, we didn't get to see that. They didn't show us that. Yeah, I think that's when they were showing us Sarah's family or her 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 uh, the crowd. I think they were showing the crowd after she advanced back to the wall. Yeah, there were a couple things like that. Um, yesterday, the, one of the workouts they didn't show the two lead, or, or maybe it was this morning they didn't show BKG or whoever that was right next to him who was in first and second um, until they were eight minutes into the workout. It's like, come on, man, those are the stars. <laughs> Uh, any, any anything else we wanna we wanna hit up here? We're uh, over by, no, we're, we're not over. over. Oh yeah, we're, we're over by six. No, we're, we're over, over by, by ten. One. Over by nine. We were supposed to get off at six forty-five. 
Taylor, Taylor, any any chance that um, any of the women above Sarah struggle on that set of 10 overhead squats at 155 on the final? Let me look at the overall leaderboard. Matilda Garns, Gabby Magala. I don't think Laura struggles at all. I don't think Gabby Magala struggles at all. It looks like these women are strongest. I don't know. Matilda Garns might struggle with the overhead squat. Um, Lucy Campbell. But she's got a 50-point lead. Yeah, I think if anyone struggles, oh, man, she's in sixth. I think that potentially Lucy Campbell could struggle with the overhead squat, and I don't think Sarah will. I, I know they have the same uh, weight on the lift. If Lucy Campbell's weight on the lift is simply due to a strength deficit, then Sarah does a lot better on the overhead squat. I know for me personally, um, the clean and jerk is a lot is a lot stranger on like a reconstructed knee than an overhead squat is. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. How can you say that? Because we saw, saw her having trouble squatting with – the overhead squat, for whatever reason, is is like my best is my best squat. Um, well, I'm also kind of saying that because of the. <laughs> Jeez, Cora, chill. <laughs> so, sorry, that's my dog. Scared the shit out of me. Get out. Get out. Because of the residual shoulder fatigue from all these devil presses and handstand pushups, could make the overhead squat a little bit squirrely for some people. What is, what is the um what is the the workout? The workout is, is thirty two. Uh, calories on the echo bike, 40 for the guys, 16 bar muscle ups, 20 for the guys, and then 10 overhead squats. I think it's like 200 pounds and 155. So it's wow. a sprint, but I think the echo bike has also something to really focus on in this workout. And I think Sarah's going to be towards well, the top of there. That. Sure. Yeah. She's got a, she's got an outside chance. If, if I were a betting man, I'd say a uh, 22% chance she makes it into the next spot. <laughs> I agree. 20 points is a lot. <laughs> 20 points is a lot to make up in one workout. But I will say this, if Sarah gets to the last chance, she's making it to the games because there's lots of proof historically of how well she can do in an online format. Um, you know, top five open finishes, she's won the open. So if she makes it to the last chance, I think it's a pretty strong likelihood that she's going to the games and we get to see her uh, test herself. Vengeance. Yeah, isn't that a Batman word? Uh, it is now, but before it was a Batman word, it was a, a Bruce Willis diehard word. Yeah, I love that movie. That's a good movie. Big Bruce Willis fan. Don't I was watching freak- The Fifth Element yesterday. Such good a good movie. movie. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. you can go talk about that on uh, Talking Elite Fitness. That's hey, The Fifth Element is not a Marvel movie. All right. Um. So, guys, uh, what we're missing right now is Lowlands Throwdown uh, uh, individual event six, but don't worry. It's just the early heats, the sloppy athletes going. Um, so you don't need to watch that quite yet. You can stay with us. But then at 8.35 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, the syndicate will go uh, live on YouTube, 8.35 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that's uh, individual event five. That will then be over at 10.35, and then individual event six will start at 10.50 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Don't forget to watch that those races the men's races that final heat with Hopper and Tudor Re, that that is going to be some drama yeah Conor right. McGregor style with the drama yeah. right that's what if we're only, to do if only either of them would talk some shit mid workout that's what i always want to see in the advancements of the shit talking in the sport is like <clears> mid event <throat> shit talking cuz that's what you get in every other sport so who knows maybe we'll see it maybe we won't I tell you what, if there's one thing that I want to kind of start is I want to start the shit talking and cry. I mean, Froning's been the only one to really do it, right? Where he kind of pokes at people. Oh, well, back back in the warm-up area in the corral, man, they would all talk shit. Josh Bridges would be talking some Yeah, but then it's what you said. You see the females out on the floor, and they're all giving these little half-ass hugs. Oh, God, I hate those hugs. Yeah, and you know that those aren't genuine. Yeah, stop (laughs) fucking hugging each other. Yeah. yeah, knock it yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, keep your keep your five feet distance. <laughs> um, one of my friends DM'd me uh um today, uh female, and she said um I can give or take the all the guys, but keep the um hot guy who doesn't talk. I'm pretty sure that's you, Jr. They are. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is as, as he doesn't talk he just fits the role anything else you guys want to say before we hit we hit the road here 
I uh, I got nothing. I'm just waiting to see that final. I want to see the 22% chance that Sarah makes it into the games. Uh, I cover the thing that I thought was the biggest thing, which is it wasn't fun to watch touring because Tia ruined it. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> which False isn't news. true on your end, but it's true on my end. That's all I got. Taylor? Yeah, and I, also think it, Taylor? I, mean, I also think it would be cool if, if all the qualifiers for syndicate stay for the males are all under the age of 24 that's a that's a pretty cool story wow that is cool yeah yeah, t- yeah t- tutor's 19 so he's james, young. Just, james just turned 20 yesterday i believe i mean they're all really young if tutor yeah tutor qualifying he's i mean outside of early days of the games when we had ben smith who's really young he's he's in recent memory seems to be the youngest um i would imagine from 2018 on at least i could be wrong and, and and Hopper looks like he's fourteen. I don't know how old how old acts like it too. Ouch, I think ouch. I think Jason's twenty four <laughs> and like Justin's twenty three, maybe. Yeah. Hey, they're getting the, the CrossFitters are are becoming better athletes, huh? They're not just good CrossFitters now. Now now you have to be a good athlete also. Why are you saying that? Uh, well, just because what we're talking about about Tudor and uh, and and Hopper. I, I, one time I saw, um, I know we were getting off. One time I saw in the uh, HQ in the basement there, I saw Tia working out with Brooke Entz, and I would see Brooke Entz work out all the time, and she was amazing. I mean, mind blowing, amazing. But then when she worked out next to Tia, Tia moved like water compared to Brooke Entz, moved like a robot all of a sudden, and I never had never <laughs> noticed that before. But Tia is an athlete. Fluidity of movement, efficiency of movement, those are those are probably one of the most important things to make someone successful as a games competitor. I think the so I think efficiency of movement, fluidity of movement, and then your ability to hurt and that kind of killer instinct are the two things that probably Matt and Tia and Rich and, and people like that have way above everyone else. In that devil's press, you if you watch Laura Horvat, she drops the dumbbells from up above. Yep. Drops them. Yep. That's how you Sarah does Sarah does not do that. It's a totally different technique with a totally different expenditure of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very different. And little. So how do you like define that. athlete? Um, I think you could bring Jason Hopper to my house and he'll fucking beat you at badminton, basketball, and and then any four sports he's never played before. No, he okay, won't. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, he won't. No, he won't. <laughs> I mean, Hopper's like Hopper. I think of like Elijah Muhammad and and, and Jason Hopper. They're like I think of them as like Cubert. I know that's like a reference to a nineteen eighties video game, but they're just human springs. They just they just move nicely. It's kind of something that you can't teach to an extent, right? Like maybe you can get a little bit better at it, but you always know those people who are born more athletic than other people. Or if you have athletic parents, it's just, it's, I I think it can be taught, but it's motor recruitment patterns. I think that's what I would agree with Savon, but I think you look at someone like rich is a good example is you can put them in any sport and their adaptability and learnability and just their, they can just jump into anything and look like they've been doing it for years to me. Which is why the softball toss was such a good test of the games when they had it. <laughs> God, it was brutal. <laughs> there were guys like pushing it. Fuck. With the exception um, of the fact that you had someone like Rich who played baseball his whole life, so he had a huge upper hand. Spencer, Spencer Handel. Somebody, somebody in my Spencer. comments the other day on a YouTube video was talking <laughs> about this, which is why I wanted to bring it up, that being the athletics of everything. And he brought up the – in most other sports, you've got an opposing force on you, whether it be football, basketball, tennis, you're playing against somebody, and you've got to react to certain things. That's a big thing that's missing in CrossFit here and everywhere. So, Savannah, you brought up, like, what do you what, what do you think athleticism is? So I thought that that'd be a good piggyback in that, that comment that I read because I think there's some truth in that. Like, there is no such thing in CrossFit for the most part where they have to go against an opposing force and there was Tom Brady's trainer who once said that the biggest difference between someone like Frazier and somebody like Tom Brady is that Frazier really shouldn't be getting hurt for the for the most part because there's nothing that's going to happen that he isn't expecting. He's doing yeah. clean and jerks oh, with 315. Tom Brady's going to get tackled by an offensive lineman, and there's so many. There's like a billion different outcomes. But when you're doing the clean and jerk, the only outcomes are the ones that like you should foresee. It's and a, that's the difference between somebody like us and more athletic people to some people. I think I think there's an argument to be made there, but I also think that Tom Brady is, and Matt Fraser, so what's that guy's Christian Guerrero or Guerrero? I don't know his his you know, trainer. Well, and guy. Tom Brady has Aspergers and uh, Matt doesn't. Well, you look at How do you know. <laughs> I don't. I just think he's, Tom Brady's so weird. He's when anytime I see him on a show or something, he's weird. When you're lifting, I forget that you weren't weird. 
No, I'm I'm definitely weird. That's why I can call say someone has Asperger's. The I'm other sure. thing about this is I this have butt burgers. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Taylor. I was just gonna say, but that's a, and they're not good. It, they don't taste good. Oh my god! So the thing about being tackled in the opposing force in other sports is uh, human beings have been. I mean, gosh, it's it's part of being a human being, and like like wrestling, it's been a part of human athletics forever. The thing about weightlifting and CrossFit is it's really hard to make an argument that the human body is meant to have 400 to 500 pounds of an external load on your body. Um, so should you should you be getting hurt in CrossFit because you can expect it? Maybe not, but you're dealing with loads that are way more strenuous on the body than simply being tackled by somebody. And I played all the contact sports. It's more there's there's more of an unpredictability element. Um, and injury rates in CrossFit are much lower. If you look at the data and the research, the injury rates are oh, much yeah. lower. But uh, there's still a degree when you're running your body to the max. It's a race car. When you're racing at 100 miles an hour, you're going to crack it up. And there's also what's the what's the line Glassman always used of pushing pushing yourself to the margins of your failure. Exactly. And, then, and, then, and then look at soccer, man. I mean, that's got to be one of the most. I mean, you see a, a woman's soccer team, and everyone's got the scar on their knee. A Division One women's soccer team. Hundred percent. My cousin had four ACL freaking surgeries as a soccer player. Kara's daughter, Kara Saunders' daughter, won't have those because she walks around barefoot, and her ankle mobility will never be taken away from her unless somebody dives into her knee head first. That too. That's the unpredictability <laughs> aspect of it. But athlete, athlete. Uh, we will be back at twelve forty p.m. That is five hours and thirty-four minutes. Uh from now hopefully it'll be the same cast of characters and we can uh lure some of the athletes to come on thanks everyone oh and i don't i don't know what colt mertens was agreeing about but i'm going to say it was something i said something i said for sure